So I'm not going to sit here and say it's guaranteed they're going to make money on this card because that's there's no guarantees in sports cards or in sports. Welcome back, everyone, to the Slab Stocks podcast. My name is Aaron, your host for today on this Sunday, and we have volume two of Weekend Review at Slab Stocks. We're covering all the hottest trends of this past week in the sports card industry, pulling our content straight from Instagram, updating the posts with what the trends are doing and looking at how you might want to react to this market and what's going on. Um, Last week was a great success for the first episode. Lots of people tuned in and we got some really great feedback. So I'm very excited to bring volume two to you guys. And I hope you enjoy this week's as well. So let's jump right into it now with Monday's graph. We have a Kevin Garnett Topps Finest 1995. Actually have two cards on this trend. We have the with coating, which is there's a protective seal over the top of the card. And then we have the without coating. Um, The with coating is definitely more valuable. It has grown in price, uh, grown in value in January 218%. So if you look on the graph here, the blue line is the width coating. It started out around 325. Uh, the without coating, which has the protective seal peeled off, started off around 225. And then by the day that this content was created, which was on Monday, it rose 218%. So if we compare the two different trends, and actually I should say here, if you look on the graph, it looks like that the orange line is not as complete as the blue line, which is because we didn't have a sale that happened for the without coding uh, at the same time that the with coding did, so we couldn't update that trend yet, but it's still worth showing this, this, uh, this comparison here. So the with coding increased 7% faster than the without coding, and then it, we actually did have an update for the without coding PSA 10, and that closed at $704 a couple days ago, uh, marketing at 172% gain since the start of the year, which is less than the with coding. So basically takeaways from this graph is that the cards with the coding in the PSA 10 um, have went up in, in price faster for Kevin Garnett. Also, just in terms of the card in general, crazy rise in 2020. Um this was the start of our report on 90s basketball rookies. Um, if you've been paying attention to the sports car market, Shaq, Kobe, Allen Iverson, Vince Carter, Dirk Nowitzki, uh, they're all going up in price very, very fast at the moment. I'm assuming coinciding with the Jordan explosion. So this one definitely uh, is one that has been lumped into this category. And as for how tough the car is to grade, the with coding PSA 10 falls at a 13% rate versus the without a 20% rate. So there's only 336 tens out there with the coding. Um, you guys heard what today's value was. There hasn't been any updated sales for the with coding since its graph. Uh, the without coding landed at 704, which landed at that 172% increase. So for this graph so far, Lots of gains in 2020. It's pretty crazy to look at. And of course, we had some great comments, as as always, on Instagram. Uh, lots of people have been interacting this week. Wednesday, you guys can't wait. To, I can't wait to show you guys that one. There's over 100 comments on our post, which was really exciting. But today's comment for Monday comes from fly underscore eagles underscore fly underscore 2525. He said, yeah, I've noticed it and I've been researching on the Tim Duncan 1997 Tops Chrome I was looking at the population report on PSA 10 and seeing it that it was at 2,288 and counting. So I was looking at the 1997 Metal Universe Tim Duncan PSA 10 
and the population report on that is at a crazy 143. I figure that the metal universe is so condition sensitive, they really doubt that the 143 number goes up any higher than 150 in the next 10 years. You figure the card is over 20 plus years old now and how sensitive it is is crazy. So I was checking out the Topps Chrome and it's so easy to grade. Just the other day, this guy I know picked up 25 Tim Duncan rookies, uh, Chrome Tim Duncan rookies, and out of the 25 he picked up, at least a good 10 of them look to be PSA 10s. I've seen Metal Universe sold in lots of 10, and to tell you the truth, no, not one of them 10, 10 Metal Universe would grade out a 10. FYI, Topps Chrome PSA Pop reports 3,926 for Tim Duncan. There was a lot more to put of this comment here. He wrote like a, a book really on Instagram, which is very nice to contribute some really good research. Uh, just a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, it looks like that with this 90s rookie card insert, whatever there is boom we're talking about here, this is particularly a uh, Topps Finest KG rookie as there was no Topps Chrome Kevin Garnett rookie because it landed in 1995. His rookie card the first year of Topps Chrome was 1996. But for Tim Duncan, who did have one in 97, uh, a Chrome rookie, and also the Metal Universe base card, which as we know with the Jordan, if you've watched our past videos or looked at our newsletters or looked at our Instagram page, uh, the Metal Universe Jordan exploded come uh, the last dance. So he's looking at for the Tim Duncan as well. Very, very low pop report. He thinks that the Metal Universe is undervalued compared to the Topps Chrome. Could definitely be true. Uh, definitely go search out that trend for yourself. But as for the Kevin Garnett card, where do I think this card's gonna go? I'm assuming with how condition sensitive this thing is, there's only like 350 PSA 10s. And as he gets inducted in the Hall of Fame, whenever that would be, I know that it was delayed the ceremony and such, but I gotta assume that this card's gonna be on the way up as more demand comes in. Of course, we wanna say that every single card that goes up has an equal chance to fall. So I'm not going to sit here and say it's guaranteed that you're going to make money on this card because that's there's no guarantees in sports cards or in sports, so it coincides. But as for the overall trend as demand increases, it's just fair to say that such a, a staple card of a Hall of Famer won a championship in Boston, uh, it's fair to assume that this card will keep on going up. However, keep in mind, very, very low print run, or I should say uh, – pop report on this they've rarely pop up they have at quite a high rate in the past three months because of how much they've went up in price but in general they're not going to hit ebay too often i mean there hasn't been a sale since monday or tuesday on these things which i know doesn't it sounds not very long but in terms of sports cards and how we're so used to modern cards moving so fast like luka Doncic, trey young jason tatum uh yeah that's that's quite not many sales in the last couple of days and with that, we're moving on to Tuesday here. So Tuesday, the Giannis Antetokounmpo Prism Rookie PSA 10 from 2013, that thing was just going so far up come 2020. I mean, you can look at the graph here. It just was on like this roller coaster ride way up all the way to $2,500. It topped out on auction. And then it kind of was a little stagnant. And then the NBA suspension hits on March 10th. And then from March 10th to March 23rd, which was the low of the cards in uh, since that peak uh, on March 10th, it dropped 37% from 2,292 to 1,451. So it bottomed out at that 1,451. It has climbed back up now recently. Uh, if you look at the graph, you can see it's moving a little stagnantly, but it's on its way up. And then on Monday night, this card topped over $2,000 again. I think that there was three, th three sales of $2,000 
between auctions and buy it now is I want to say maybe both auctions. Um, and that was up 41% from March 23rd. So no basketball is being played. However, 41% gain from 1,451 up to 2,000 again. And as for today's value, it's still $2,000. Uh, just checked earlier and there's buy it now selling at $2,000 today. So we'll have to see as more auctions come in, if this trend's going to keep on going up, if it's going to just, you know, stay at 2000 a while, or if it's going to even go down to 1800 or 1900 again. But clearly this card is is just as in demand as it was when the NBA was going and Giannis was destroying for the Bucks. Um, you guys know we're Bucks fans, so obviously loving this trend for sure. For a comment that we've got from this post, it's from Hunter Doe's Cards. And it's Hunter Doe's Cards, I want to say. And it says, I think if the Bucks and the Lakers play in the finals, it will top out around 3.5K. Even if the Bucks win, I think it will settle a little lower, around $3,000, similar to Mahomes' drop after his Super Bowl win, and then start to move up more around the start of next season. Well, really good comment, but as for the Mahomes approach here, Mahomes actually started to move up within a month or two months after he won the Super Bowl, not even approaching the season, just crazy gains. I mean, if you watched last week's video, we were talking about Mahomes' cards going up almost as much as they did from the beginning of the season till he won the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl MVP as they did from when he actually won the Super Bowl to now, which is crazy. Similar thing might happen here, uh, Hunter is predicting, it sounds like. And honestly, I can probably see the same thing happening unless we're in this hyper demand still where prices just aren't going to fall. Um, there is obviously a peak demand period at certain times. Uh, not saying overall, but just like in a little clump, there's a peak demand period. Like the day that Mahomes won the Super Bowl, it went up to its peak and then it dropped down a little bit. And then it, obviously it went way up now. But the Giannis could do a similar thing. It could hit a top level, right? If he wins the finals or if he makes the finals and then whatever happens from there, it might drop a little bit and then they'll probably be back up on an upwards gain as people get ready for the next season. Just like when they lost last year in a, in the Eastern Conference Finals to the Toronto Raptors, that card, I think, peaked around 800, and people were like, oh my gosh, this is so crazy, no way it can stay like this. Well, today it's 2,000, but as for that back then, uh, went from around 800 back down to 500, and then all offseason is sitting around 500, people bought in, bought in, bought in, boom, back up to 1,000, come 2020, uh, up to 2,500, now around 2,000, so definitely did well on Giannis. As for my thoughts, we love Giannis. We love the Bucks. Just long term, I think Giannis is an excellent investment. Not just his rookies, but his second year cards, his 2016 Optic Hollows, his Prism Silvers from various years, his Prism numbered cards, just rare stuff from Select, uh, Optic, National Treasures, rare stuff, really anything that is an in demand set of Giannis. And then adding LeBron into that too, of course. But just a just a great long term investment for sure. If the, if there's short gains along the way you want to take, then then take them. That's up to you. But just upward trajectory uh, long term for sure for Giannis, in our opinion. I'm I'm sure that Nate and Sam would agree with me, of course. On to Wednesday. So this was the day that Instagram was just going nuts. Um, if you guys watched last YouTube video from Nate on digging corners, he talked extensively on the Tops Project 2020. If you watch my YouTube video from like a month ago. Right when it started, I made a YouTube video on it. I said, is there money to be made in Topps Project 2020? Well, I hope you listened because there has been a lot of money to be made in Topps Project 2020. Uh, evidence here with the Mike Trout 2011 Topps update by Ermzy. Uh, he's a cool dude, by the way. I actually DM'd him on Instagram a little bit. But he designed this Mike Trout, which was the first edition card, 
the first edition, meaning if you haven't seen the past videos, I'll explain it quick. There's 20 cards selected for Project 2020. There's 20 artists. All 20 artists create all 20 cards. So there's multiple editions of each of each card. But the the first 20 that they dropped of each player, the print runs are print runs are pretty low. So 2,911 of these Mike Trout's, they retailed at $20 on Topps' website. They retailed at $14.50 if you bought 10 of them. And within the first couple auction sales on eBay, they're up to $75, $80. Check out this price hike all the way up to $250. Then, you know, kind of stagnant a little bit, get a little bit below $200 again. And then just boom, big jump to $350, a little bit down, and then boom, another big jump to $500. Why is this? The Ben Baller, Mike Trout, Project 2020 dropped. It was the same exact price retail on tops, so all of them were the same price. And then they announced the print run after that sells out after two days. And the print run was 34000 for the Ben Baller one. People see that and they're like, oh my gosh, that Ermsey one is so rare compared to these new Mike Trouts that are coming out. I got to go buy it. So clearly here we see from after March 28th all the way up to this week, just going crazy, which is which is good to see. I mean, these cards are sweet. I know a lot of people have some different takes on this exact design, uh, this exact Mike Trout. But as for the cards in general, Project 2020 is very cool. I'm I'm very happy with what Topps did with it. I think it's an awesome set. As for today's value on this Ermsey Mike Trout, it's $530 today. Um, so de it definitely went up a little bit since, since this Instagram post on Wednesday. We'll see what happens. I mean, watch Nate's video for explanation of why these things are worth so much. Uh, he did a very good job covering the various reasons or why it might be and what we can see going forward. So make sure to watch that, the last YouTube video. Now, as for some comments, there's a lot of them. So buckle up because I'm going to read them because there's some really, really good input on this post that I really enjoyed. We got one here from Yauza underscore underscore. So my investment of $125 for 10 Ermsey Trout cards is now worth close to $6,000. So if I hold for a year, the investment can hit 20K question mark. I wonder how much my 10 Ben Baller Ichiro cards and 10 Saladin Griffey cards will fetch in a year. These are the only three players I've been collecting from this Topps Project 2020. Well, Yauza, you pick some really good players because these dudes are selling for a lot on eBay. The Ichiro was the first Ichiro released for uh, his 20 cards. The Ben Baller one looks really, really cool. Almost looks like he's like in outer space or something. Um, I can't really make a comment on if you held it, if there'll be 20,000 in a year, but... I'll say this, you done you, you did very well with this investment. And then we have a series of comments here from back to the uh back to the cards. Really, really enjoy his collection on Instagram, post some really cool stuff and really like the name of his, uh, the name of his account as well. Uh his comment was this set appeals to both art and baseball collectors, whether you love the artwork or not. Some of these artists have huge followings. It's not just baseball guys buying these. You throw in a low print run on the first 10 to 20 cards released compared to the most recent releases, and you get this. It's not just the trail card exploding. The Ichiro Baller is nearing $400. It was a $130 card last week. People can collect this set however they want, all of one player, all of one artist, or just all of them in general, or a combination of any that speak to them. This set is a lot of fun and can be very profitable for those paying close enough attention. He followed that up with, for those that love math, if you would have bought 100 trouts at release, totaling $1,500, you now have $45,000 in your pocket in a two-month span. That is crazy. Really awesome to see. There's definitely people that went out there. I'm not saying that they bought 100, but they definitely bought 10, bought 20, bought 30 maybe. 
uh, just really awesome to see people finding different ways to uh, buy and sell in the industry, which is great. Then the last comment we have here is from Junk Wax Survivor. Really like that name, pretty funny. There are definitely some hits and some major misses when it comes to the artwork, in my opinion, which is true. Not everyone appreciates the same artwork. Um, you know, you might think that the Ermsey is terrible, but other people think it's really good. And then he continues, but that's a great thing about art is that what I consider a miss, other people consider a masterpiece. He just said what I just said, I guess, or the other way around, which I think is reflected in higher prices for some of the lower print runs where people probably didn't think they were that attractive. I think the point has been made numerous times that one of the reasons the first trial card was not purchased by many was because they thought it was ugly. I just thought it was a cool card. Turns out it was a scorching hot card. Uh, yes, very, very true by the graph. Um, definitely a scorching hot card. And just really quick, there were, there were quite a few comments on this post that were hating on Tops Project 2020 or hating on the design. Uh, I picked out ones that I think were very good at insightful comments. Um, obviously, Junk Wax Survivor pointed out the fact that not all, not all of them are great. But this one definitely is, which is the major point. Uh, my thoughts on on where these things can go, These uh, specifically this Ermsey Mike Trout, I don't doubt that this card will continue to go up in price. Um, it's the first edition. There's only 2,911 compared to 13,000 for edition 2 or 34,000 for edition 3. If there's enough people either in the art world, in the sports card world, in the sneaker world, wherever they're coming from, if there's enough people that want this card, it will stay that high in price. It's kind of irrelevant that the real thing might be a, a couple hundred more for a PSA 9, let's say. Um, it's, it's, it's pretty irrelevant because the people that are buying this card. They don't want that PSA nine Mike Trout from 2011. They want the artist rendition of it, which is why it's so high in price. And that's what I think the explanation is for it. Moving on to Thursday. And this is kind of funny. We actually have the real deal here. The real deal here. We have the 2011 tops update Mike Trout rookie PSA 10. Uh, I don't know if this coincided together from, the Ermsy one to this one, if it helped drive the price a little bit. But what we got here is just straight up from middle or from, I mean, I just want to say a couple weeks ago, this thing was around $1,600. And now buy it now is are flying at 3000 It's It's uh, on eBay, which is crazy because on March 5th, uh, an auction got 2278 And then on May 6th, 10 buy it now is sold for an average of 2553 and now buy it now's are selling for three thousand. So, not much to say about this card. It's a four thousand pop report card around there. Uh, it's Mike Trout, greatest baseball player of this generation for sure. I uh, will go down as one of the all-time greats. Clearly, demand is uh, just funneling in there because of that. And you know, looking at LeBron and what's going on in basketball cards, I'm sure baseball folks or basketball folks want to come over and buy the Mike Trout. And this is the card. And there's not really that many uh, rookies out there of Mike Trout to be honest. You got the top's finest. You got the Bowman and the Bowman Chrome, and then the Tops Update, and the Tops Update is really the big one. So that seems to be what's going on here, up 121%, actually a little bit higher now if you log the newest buy it nows uh, from the beginning of 2020 until now in May. We got a comment here from MLB Sports Cards. I have a little, I, I have little doubt this card will reach $5,000 with the diamond trajectory to $15,000. Uh, he's talking about the diamond anniversary. It's pretty sparkly, pretty cool. Trout is beyond a generational player. He is in talks as one of, as one of the greatest players of all time. In a sport with 120 plus years of heritage, I love for him to get a ring but cannot hold that against him. Baseball is different than basketball and football. Trout can only control his four to five at-bats per game and the few balls hit to him in the field. He cannot make someone else get a hit 
or a pitch or a pitcher throw a shutout. He doesn't control play for 42 to 48 minutes a game. To make these comparisons is simply uninformed. I believe he's speaking to people that were talking about uh, earlier in the post about people saying that he doesn't have a ring, he can't lead his team to the playoffs. That's what he's referring to. He said they are different, but if the Angels are good this year, which is expected, I think the rise the rise we are seeing today will be incomparable to a few months down the road. Investor boy goes on to say maybe not this season, but eventually it'll hit 5K. And the MLB replies with, I wouldn't make, think this year either, but the way the market is going, who knows anymore? Haha, ha, he's due for a spike now and a spike if the Angels are good this season. I'm just going to agree with what MLB said. Um, anything that adds to Mike Trout's legacy will help this card and should go up uh, in going forward in the future. And Nate just said on the live stream we did, he said, that this is a card that you just put in a safety deposit box or put in a safe and then put it in your sock drawer, he said too. But just put it there and forget about it and hopefully pull it out in 10 to 20 years and you've got a massive card on your hands. Uh, that seems to be the case with a lot of people stashing these Mike Trout Tops updates. Then as for Friday, the last post of the week, Monday through Friday, we do these market reports. We have a Kobe Bryant 1996 Tops Chrome rookie, the first year of Tops Chrome. This is definitely Kobe Bryant's best base rookie. The way I uh, decided to do this graph is to incorporate only sale prices of non-greening cards. So if you look at this uh, picture of the card on the graph, it's just spectacular color. There is no greening at all on it. This is probably one of the best copies I've seen of this card uh, for sure. If you do a quick search on eBay of 1996 Topps Chrome Kobe Bryant PSA 10, you will see what I'm talking about. Actually, I'll show you on the on the on the video here too. Um, there's a lot of green on these cards. They've decreased the value quite substantially compared to the great color ones. So it's really no surprise that this thing is starting to fetch such a high price. Uh, Three thousand dollars. This thing started at the beginning of April. Sales just got logged for over eight thousand. And shout out to Chris at House of Jordans on YouTube and on Instagram. Uh, interviewed him a while back for the uh, Jordan interview series. If you remember him. He actually posted on a story late last night or early this morning about the all-time high sales for the Kobe Topps Chrome, and I made a trend out of it here, and uh, up 175% since April, which is which is quite impressive. Um, very, very impressive. It's clear that the staple Topps Chrome rookies are just catapulting in price during this high demand influx period, and, and the Kobe is no different, especially with all this 90s basketball stuff and you know just basketball and so much demand from the last dance and all that it's just contributing to this card today's value is still this i mean these these nine greening kobe's don't sell very often so we're just going to stick with the 80 i think it's 8250 was the average uh for these two because there was 8500 that 800 uh 8000 uh buy it now we got a comment here from detroit sports cards can see why the non-green excessive uh, non-green excessive Kobe Chrome rookies are beating the LeBrons in price. Not many out there, especially in good condition. And I gave him a, th- a finger up for agreeing with him because that was a really great point. Um, these just surpassed LeBron. They just surpassed the LeBron Tops Chrome rookie PSA 10. And did we think it would happen? Probably not. But it makes sense given that these things are so condition sensitive. There will not be greening LeBrons, or at least I haven't seen any yet. Um, I highly doubt it because the quality control got upped a lot after the first couple of releases of Topps Chrome. And then looking at it, the non-greening one or the greening ones will probably still be a little bit lower, but it makes sense why these really nice copies are more valuable. And then 
to end the week, we uh, or to end the episode, I should say the volume two, I want to cover a quick question of the week that we had. Every week we asked five questions to the Instagram audience about uh, strategy with buying and selling or what people are looking at or what they want to rip for product or whatever. And this one happened to be buy, sell, hold, 2011 tops update Mike Trout rookie, 2013 Prism Giannis rookie, or 2017 Optic Hollow Patrick Mahomes rookie, all PSA 10s. At the time, all were worth $2,000. Uh, obviously, after watching this episode, you now know that Mike Trout's are not worth $2,000 anymore. But that's what the question was on the day that was asked. I think it was uh, Monday, in fact, or maybe Tuesday. Actually, it was Tuesday, I want to say. But we have a comment from John TE18. By Giannis, he's 26. All the top-tier stars are in their 30s. His road in the East is not extremely difficult to get to the finals every year. He will also be the face of NBA when LeBron retires. With that said, the NBA is great at marketing their players. And then he said, sell Trout. MLB is horrendous at marketing their players. Harder to win championships in baseball. Then he says, hold Mahomes. Uh, NFL gaining popularity internationally. His road to the Super Bowl is not as difficult. Brady out of the AFC. Andy Reid is the head coach. It's a matter if you believe Lamar Jackson and the Ravens can stop him. Uh, really great points there for sure. And then we have one from Charity Cards. And it says, buying Giannis because if the NBA has a playoff somewhere and he either leads the Bucks to a championship, gets them to a championship, which is, I guess, the same thing, or goes off in the playoffs, his prices will explode. Plus, with the upcoming 2021 free agency class being absolutely loaded, he can go to a legit contender and immediately get a ring. I don't like that. Stay in Milwaukee and win more rings. And then he says, hold Trout because he may go down as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, baseball player ever. And he'll be a legend that people look to invest in either when he makes a Hall of Fame or because they want to buy a, le- a legend's expensive card like the Fleer Jordan rookie. Selma Holmes because it's gotten extremely hot at the moment and I don't really see prices getting much higher for any reason. Sure, they can always go up slightly because of a Super Bowl win, but not buy as much as they did before. He's already won an MVP in the Super Bowl and a Super Bowl MVP. So considering the hot market for Mahomes optics, sell that thing while you can. Um, really great contributions this week from all the way around on Instagram. There was a crazy amount of engagement, especially on Wednesday's content, which was awesome to see. Thank you all for joining me on this week's volume two of This Week in Sports Cards at Slab Stocks. I really enjoy doing these episodes. This is my second one, obviously, with volume two, but it was a great one, I think, again. And hopefully you guys get a look into what is going on at Slab Stocks, uh, the thought behind the posts, our thoughts with the posts, um, what our audience thinks about the posts. There's just a lot of thoughts coming together for these episodes. I really hope you guys enjoy them because I enjoy bringing them to you. And also enjoy your weekend or what you have left of it since this is Sunday. Um, Happy Mother's Day. I want to say to all the mothers out there. Completely forgot to say that at the beginning of the episode, but you heard it now, so I still got it. Thank you guys for watching this week's edition of This Week in Sports Cards, and we'll see you guys next time.